You're listening to Ottawa's The Old Sod Band with three reels, Julia Delaney, Tamalin and the Banshee from their 2001 album Grassroots. Now, the Old Sod Band have been playing contradances around the Ottawa area for over 25 years now. And contradance is a traditional social dance with figures similar to square dancing, but taking place in long-ways sets accompanied by live music from the Scots-Irish, French-Canadian and Appalachian folk traditions and a caller that leads the participants through the steps for each dance. It's great fun and an excellent way to get some exercise without even realising you're doing it. To learn more about Contradance, we caught up with Chris Rosa from the Drumlin Contradance Group in Fergus. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing great. How about you? Great to be able to talk to you. I was just really enjoying the old sod band, and it's amazing to think that they have been playing Contradances for so long... And that, you know, the Contradance is alive and well. I, you have a group in Fergus. How long have you been together? The Fergus uh, dances have been running for about seven and a half, eight years now. It was uh, started by Janice Ferry. Uh, she used to come to the ones that happened in Guelph. Um, unfortunately, the Guelph ones uh, closed down due to lack of attendance. But Janice was very enthusiastic and started it. About seven, seven, seven and a half years ago. And she's, uh, passed the torch on. We have a new, uh, leader and, uh, the group of volunteers, uh, put on monthly dances the fourth Friday of every month, starting from September through to May. We're going to try having one in June. Doors open at 7.30 with a uh, beginner's orientation or a warm-up, as I call it. And then the dances start sharp at eight o'clock and run till about 10.30. And one of the things I love about it is the fact that the live music is really Im- an important part of the evening, isn't it? it it's integral. It, it truly is. It, the, the music sets a wonderful tone in terms of the kind of choreography that each dance presents. Now, the caller will, will program an evening and so select out a number of dances, usually anywhere from 8 to 10 to 12, uh, depending on um, how short or long they are. And then we'll look to the band, uh, might even program ahead of time with the band saying, I'm, I would, I'm going to do these dances. I think this needs a bouncy jig or a nice swinging reel or something, you know, sultry or, you know, a, uh, sometimes polkas. So yes, there's a lovely interaction that happens when the choreography of the particular dance and the music go together. So it's something that really has to happen with live musicians. And you mentioned that there is a, a newcomer beginners, beginner's orientation before the, the evening gets started, but it, it's fairly easy to, to pick up the dances, isn't it? Oh, it is, because every dance is taught or walked through before the caller prompts with the music. And uh, depending on the demographic of the crowd, meaning um, how many beginners uh, compared to the number of people who have been coming out to the dances, if you have a more experienced crowd, what they'll do, uh, what the caller will do, will step back after about two or three times of prompting through the dance and let the dancers dance and interact with the music more immediately and then come in at the end to wrap it up. We mentioned at the start of the interview that the music tends to come from the Scots-Irish, French-Canadian and Appalachian folk tra- traditions, but people actually really bring in a bit of a modern twist, don't they? Some of the people that are playing for contra dances on a regular basis? 
Yeah, they are. Uh, uh, some some bands, what they'll end up doing is bor- borrowing from other idioms. There is a band down in Ohio called, um, what is it called? Oh, no, there's a great band, um, Hot Point. What they have done, and I've danced to them, whereas you'll be dancing down the hall with the, pe- or with the music, and all of a sudden you'll hear Painted Black or some reggae uh, thread come through the music. So it's a lovely hybridization that some of the bands employ in their musical repertoire. And I think there was a great band from New England called Perpetual Emotion. I don't know if, know if they are together now, but they, they actually had almost like a, there was almost like a trance-like quality to some of their music. They are. Uh, Ed Howe is um, actually now linked up with other musicians. Um, I forget the other musician's name. He's, he plays with other people, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, he has an, uh, a, a violin and, and the, uh, I think his name was Chris. He would play the didgeridoo while Ed did the violin. There also is a another kind of phenomena that's happening called techno contra, and so sometimes um, callers will use recorded uh, popular music, and uh, sometimes bands will play some of this techno contra. It's it's quite fascinating. It's very energetic. Now, I know when we were talking before the interview, one of the things you're hoping is to encourage some new people to come out. What is the average age of people that, that, that come to contra dancing? And does it tend to be older people, or do you get people of all ages? Um, a healthy community have people of all ages. The contra dance has been um, uh, going great guns, I'd say, from the 70s, 80s. Earlier on in New England, there would have been contra dancing happening in the New England states and parts of Ohio and other, other United States. But there, it is an aging demographic. And in order to keep the community uh, sustainable and alive is that we want younger people to come in. Now, given that, we do have people who bring kids, which is great. Love it. Family dances are very uh, popular and um, available like in, in the Ottawa area. Um, but um, younger people from university age, young adults, young adults that bring their families, make it really hopeful for the future. It's intergenerational, but there's a, there is a tendency of, of um, you know, middle age or older coming out to the dance. Which is why we need to try and open up the demographics a bit and get a few more people coming through. Fergus is a, is a thriving group, it sounds like, and there are other ones in the area. I think there's a group in Hamilton and one in Durham as well, aren't there? Well, not necessarily in Durham. Actually, Owen Sound, Fiddleford Country Dancers, have been um, country dances have been going since the mid '90s, and uh, they have a very healthy community. And in their 20th year, also in in Toronto as well, there's uh, a very active group. They have two to three dances a month. No, that's great. Well, it's been great to talk to you today. If people want to learn more about the Drumlin contra dances that take place in Fergus, how can they do that? You can uh, go to the website, which is drumlincontradances.ca or there is also a Facebook page. You can get on the email mailing list and be notified not only of our dances um, but also of dances in Owen Sound, in Durham, in Toronto, in Hamilton and also special events uh, like the Ottawa Country uh, Contra Dances are having their big hay fever weekend coming up beginning of November. And I think there's also a website, ContraDanceLinks.com, that I found when I was doing some research this morning, which basically covers all of North America and also gets you information across the rest of the world. So 
lots yep. of lots yep. of scope for people interested in contra dancing. And also, there is the Country Dance and Song Society in New England State, and also an organization called Dance Gypsy, which you can kind of type in your city and find out where contra dancing is happening. Lots of information on the internet. Well, look, it's been great to talk to you today, and I wish you all the best with the Drumlin Contra Dance Group in Fergus. Oh, well, thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to inform your listeners. <laughs>